0: That kind of was the turning point when I actually had a shift in my own mindset, if you will.
1: Hey, podcast listener. You're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the Email Marketing Podcast or the Autoresponder Guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey everybody, it's David Allen from MakeWordsPay.com. I'm your host as usual and we're back with another exciting episode and this this time we have someone who's going to be very interesting I think because I don't know if we've talked to too many people in this sort of niche but we have Rohan Kale and he sounds like he may be across the entire other side of the world and he's going to talk about animated video marketing today and that's one of the things that's really interesting to me because I have a Endeavor to look, you know, it's well known sort of in marketing that video, of course, is advancing every year. And also that the animated VSLs and webinars and so forth are really uh, have done quite well for people in conversion wise so let's just jump right into it and welcome Rohan to the show. Rohan how are you? I am very well
0: thank you for having me it's a pleasure. Yes pleasure to have you on the show where are you right now exactly? Right now I am in Stuttgart Germany to the to the south so a couple of hours from Munich. Nice nice now you do animated video marketing
1: as I said and maybe we'll start at the very beginning like we do with all of our guests. Take us back. Where were you? Like where did you start? Where did you come from, you know? And work us way work, work your way all the way up through your story so we get an idea of like uh, you know, all the sort of bumps and bruises you took along the way to get where you are today.
0: (laughs) All right. So I am originally from India and I came to Germany around seven years ago. So in India, I was having a typical cliche IT engineering kind of job. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I worked there in in one of the biggest IT companies. So I, and i realized that i wasn't happy because uh, indian culture uh, indian work culture i i guess it is like this you it's very normal to work for 12 13 14 hours a day mm. so uh working like that for almost one and a half year i realized that this is not something that i want to do i mean i was hardly 19 20 that time mm-hmm. And I realized that this is definitely something that I cannot uh, sustain over a long time. And I just started looking into ways to make some quick buck. And I said, okay, I mean, without having any goals, I was like, okay, let me have uh, some quick money and then I can start something of myself. Don't know what, but yeah, I will start something for myself. (laughs) So (laughs) I was introduced to the world of gambling. And uh, that is is where the, the, the quote unquote shit started happening <laughs> and uh, and yeah i mean uh, within a period of 6 7 months it if, i mean it, it began just as fun and okay let's let's gamble let's have some fun but then uh, stuff got so serious that 6 or 8 months down the line i just lost all my savings and i i was in debt and i had to literally borrow money from my parents and that was that was such a horrible experience and it was complete rock bottom for me Then I started looking, I I just didn't want to go to the job because I knew that this is not the right thing to do for me. So I started looking into options and what should I do? One thing I knew for sure that I wanted to do my master's, I wanted to go abroad, away from India, just to experience the outside world, Mm -hmm. outside working culture, outside culture in general. And... uh, that is where I decided to come to Germany. Uh, I mean, most of the most of the people uh, who wanted to do masters and who were from my batch, everyone was going to America, and I didn't want to do that, to be honest, firstly because uh, I was my, my back was against the wall. I had I did not have any money, so I had to I have to I had to take a student loan to come to Germany. So. Germany was, let's say, a little cheaper option than US, so that was that was uh, one thing. Plus, uh, the industry here is is pretty cool. The economy is good. So I said, you know what? Let's go to Germany. And uh, yeah, that that was one reason. The second reason, my my ex girlfriend, she was uh, she was in Germany before me, so everything came together, and we said, you know what? Let's let's that's the good thing. That's the best thing to do. And then I landed up here. But then when I came here in 2010, uh, October it was, like, August it was, sorry. I realized that I am like a little lost boy <laughs> in a complete new world. Don't know, not knowing the language, not knowing anything, absolutely nothing. So that is that is that was like a clean slate. I had to start everything from from the beginning. Let's say I had to learn the language. I did my school. I knew I had to put the hard work, so I did that. I I successfully finished my MBA. And then uh, I I got a job in uh, Daimler, which is one of the best automotive industries, uh, automotive company. So I got a job there. I worked there for three years. I was successfully able to finally pay all my debt, my student loan, everything. <laughs> so I was like, Whoosh, okay, now I am I'm okay. But then during this time, I realized that uh, this is not so much satisfying for me because uh, as you might be knowing, when, when you have this big uh, corporate culture, there are so many systems and processes and even to get something through needs so many permissions and and. I did not see how my work was directly influencing the, the end customer, so to say. And I said, you know what, uh, I just should look into something else. So I now I said that, okay, I'm like 25, 26. Now it's really time to to look into it seriously and decide that I, uh, what, what, what I want to do. It sh- I should not just jump from here to there and then again be unhappy in my next job. So I said, you know what, just take a step back what do you like so i realized that something what i idol was animations and, and graphics right from the right from childhood then i said is it possible to have a job or or a business out of this right and then i realized like wow okay like there is a lot of demand for this animation kind of videos mm-hmm. uh, so why not just jump into it just try it and then i learned a, a bit of animation bit of graphic design uh i really started liking it and i said uh, i mean uh, i started it parallelly with my with my jobs and uh, i got Quite a few clients uh, alongside my my job. Then then I said, you know what? This is definitely something that I can scale and and look forward to. So I quit my job, and uh, here I am, two years down the line. Uh, I have a team of 15 people working with me. So uh, life's good. Life's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: yeah. No <laughs> you built it up uh, rather quickly. Uh huh. So when you were, uh, you know, because a lot of people I think listening to our show, uh, they're freelancers. They want to be freelancers. Most cases, freelance copywriting. Now when you were at Daimler. And And you started, you know, delving into animated videos and getting acquainted with stuff. Was that, you know, and you sort of saw that there was potential here. Did you sort of just take it as it comes and slowly build it up? Or or did you decide, you know, at what point did you decide I have to jump off at this and get serious about it and leave my job behind?
0: Uh, let's say uh, two, two and a half years inside my job, I kind of had a feeling that, okay, this is not a sustainable thing, definitely. And I, right. should, I should find out a way to get out of here. So this is what I did. I started, as I mentioned, uh, working parallelly. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, so to be honest, I did not have any knowledge about online marketing uh, and, and how to start a business online. So one of my mentors, uh, Timothy Mark is his name. Mm. So I, I got a course, uh, uh, it's called uh, Secret Society Mastermind. So mm. uh, I, I, learned, uh, I learned a lot about internet marketing through him. Right. So uh, it's a very uh, well-laid step-by-step course, if you will. And right. this is where uh, I, I learned about online marketing, uh, how, to, how to market your business, even if you're bootstrapped, how to do your Facebook ads, uh, email marketing, basically all, all, the, all the online marketing world. Right. And this is how I started um, I mean, I could I could purchase that course because uh, because I was having a job, so that definitely supported me. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it 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 started going well, and uh, this is this is how it began
1: more or less. Now, did you hear about that course? Just because you were exploring online options, you were looking for something like that.
0: Uh, I was looking into this course uh, two years before, actually, mm. but it was just a very uh, random thought. I was not serious that time. But then uh, you keep on getting this newsletter Letters and and it was it was pretty cool. I I, I definitely saw the the potential in that. Uh, the testimonials were great. I, I talked to a couple of people who actually did this course, and uh, it really sounded promising. And I so I was I was of the mindset that you know what, worst case, uh, I don't have anything to lose. I mean, I will at least learn something because I don't know anything. So right. why not just try it? So that's that's how it began.
1: And then two years. Well, when did you exactly jump into the course? So that was the start of the two years before you. Uh, so
0: two, uh, two and a half years ago, right. it started. Right. The course started and uh, six months uh, inside the course, I was able to quit my job because I got my first client, which was pretty big, uh, big deal. I mean, uh, $15,000, I guess I remember that mm-hmm. was the that was the uh, that was the first client that I got. So I was like able to pay that course off, plus make some profit. And down the line, I, I got some clients here and there and uh, it was sustainable. So I said, let's do it.
1: Right. And sort of what ways were you when you got that initial client? What sort of ways were you? Were you cold calling people? Were you cold emailing people? Like what ways were you uh, outreaching to different people who could be potential clients?
0: Right. So uh, initially, I used two platforms. One is uh, uh, Google Apps, so cold calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, cold cold emailing, and right. uh, I used LinkedIn. LinkedIn is an amazing platform, I think. Okay so so uh, all I had to do was uh, uh, let's say uh, make a nice profile out of myself and, and initially I, uh, so I need to uh, I had to get some credibility. So I, I just offered my work for free just in uh, just in exchange of a testimonial right. So uh, that is how I got some credibility and then I built a nice website. Um, I started with really let's say uh, lower end uh, videos that I sold so, okay. uh, and, and then uh, slowly I scaled it from there.
1: Right. You know, who were the first people who took you up on those free videos? Were those like friends of yours? Were those people, that, you know, uh, off of LinkedIn? Where, who were those first people?
0: Correct. Right. So these were people from LinkedIn I met. And I just uh, I just sent them a message that, hey, this is a new company that I'm starting. Uh, I would love to do a video for you just in order, just in exchange for a testimonial. I, I would do the video at cost. Mm-hmm. I cannot give it to you for free because I have my own expenses. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, took it, uh, they took me up on it and, and that's how it began.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. And it only took you two and a half years mm-hmm. to get to get out of Daimler, right? And that's that's amazing. It's an amazing story. And you have fifteen people working under you now.
0: So it, I I don't say under me, I say with me because it's always <laughs> a team effort. So yeah, right, with me. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us
1: like more about the animated nature of the videos. Like uh, that's something I know that has done very well for people converting into sales and stuff like that. So maybe talk about. A little bit about maybe, you know, because you didn't really seem to have any uh, background of graphic design Mm -hmm. or animation, Mm -hmm. like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, How hard was it to learn that kind of stuff? Because a lot of people, I think, have this notion that that's sort of a very involved
0: process. Correct. I, I, As I mentioned, I, I knew a little bit of it, but I, I just got better working with my team, I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that my expertise was uh, sales and marketing because that is what I was doing. Uh, I mean, I, that is what I studied. That is what my job was. Mm-hmm. So I was good in it. I was good in talking to people, uh, making a sale, for example. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I, I knew that I had to at least know basics about graphic design or animations, right. and uh, and this is what uh, this is what I learned by myself. And uh, when I when I let's say approached my team members, I told them that hey, dude, I don't know much. I know a little bit, but I mm-hmm. would like your guidance as well. So it was a really uh, friendly kind friendly nature of a business, let's say. Okay, and that's so, how I built up my team slowly, and, and uh, yeah.
1: So you went out and sort of found an animator, basically. Right, right, right. Correct. Okay. That's a good, that's a good way to do it. I would say, yeah. you know, yeah. but,
0: I mean, it, it's always a step-by-step thing. Uh, I mean, I first, I found some, so I, I, I'm not a good copywriter or rather, I was not a good copywriter. I'm right. getting better now I feel. Right. So, um, uh, I got copywriters like this. I got animators like this. I got graphic designers like this. Uh, I got a project manager like this. So it, it was all a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm.
1: And where were you reaching out to find people like this that you thought were of the quality and stuff to help you?
0: So I started initially with Upwork. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a very uh, common platform, Upwork or, or uh, freelancer.com. Th- these are the platforms that I used initially. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I found, so uh, it, to be honest, it's not that easy to find people over there who you can actually work with. Right. So you have to have an extensive interview with those guys, uh, get to know them uh, and, and and figure out uh, if everything Thing works pricing wise as well so so that was that was a big challenge but I luckily got my guy and uh, I'm, I'm so happy about it we are still working like two years and more now and, and the relationships relationship gets uh, stronger and stronger every day well,
1: that's good so the very first guy that you got who helped you with the animation aspect of it he's still with you all right excellent maybe you have some uh, some tips and stuff about you know because I think there's some freelancers we have in our audience and stuff I'm sure that are already established and, but there's still a solo, you know, preneurship and they're looking to expand, you know, maybe have some uh, collaborative teammates, like you said. Uh, right. What are some of the ways, like, what are some of the questions perhaps, or some of the ways you noticed that the best people sort of uh, set themselves apart? So you knew you had a winner when you were talking to somebody
0: right so uh this this is very interesting um it, it was actually taught in the course so um many a times what happens is whenever you post a brief about a job for example most of the people just have a standard template that they copy and paste but uh, in order to make sure that you have uh or, or the um, let's say candidate has uh, uh, let's say read the brief very properly you put a sentence saying that okay if you have read this brief then write a word blue in your proposal just an example mm, okay so it's like so that, a little, like a hidden message exactly exactly so uh, that kind of filters trust me or not 70 or 80 percent of the people
1: <laughs> really no, for
0: real yeah, like yeah. nobody nobody reads this no, no 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 <laughs> and then out yeah and out of those uh 20 percent who are remaining um uh, you you got to have a few interviews with them um just give them a test project, if you will. Figure out uh, if, if it's working or not. Um, I mean, you you might spend a little bit of money from your pocket, which is still fine. But if you get the right person, yeah, it definitely. is much more valuable in the long run, definitely.
1: Right. Yeah, I've heard some horror stories interviewing other people about mm-hmm. people they thought would just seem amazing. Just uh, They tested very well in the interview, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then when the actual project was handed to them, they just couldn't, could not complete it. Right, uh, you know, so it's an interesting sort of uh, process of trying to expand a team.
0: I mean, uh, sometimes it happens, or most of the times, I think uh, the people are not bad, but you are just not a uh, your your nature um, right. is not a match with your ideal uh, candidate. So uh, you have to say, okay, fine, good luck for good luck to you and. Uh, I'll go and find someone else.
1: Yeah, I think like Tim Ferriss, you know, of the four-hour work week, uh, four-hour fame. He, I heard him talk one time, and he said, I think he called it the beer test. If he could sit down with somebody and have a beer with them, you know, if you felt like he, that was a possibility, socially, then you could probably work with them.
0: Right. Right, exactly. So you have to be at the same level and you have to think uh, in a proactive way and not just, let's say, uh, doing things. And even if there's some mistake in there, you just say, "Okay, okay, this is what was told to me. I will just do this. So that's that's not how it works. Right. So,
1: yeah. So you reached out uh, via LinkedIn. You were cold emailing people did that change at some point where I mean you start get referrals or did you employ other marketing uh, practices to expand your client base
0: yeah absolutely so uh, uh, again with with these platforms LinkedIn for example I was I was like a typical uh, uneducated marketer just sending them uh, some spam let's say right and I realized that this is not the way to go I I just then started building a lot of relationships and that that kind of was the turning point when I actually had a shift in my own mindset if you will right and I realized that uh, I mean, you have to give, you have to lead by giving value, and this is how it works. Uh, I mean, just think about it if someone comes and give you something, then you are much more, uh, let's say, uh, this reciprocate uh, reciproc- reciprocity, yeah, yeah, reciprocity, yeah. <laughs> reciprocity thing, exactly. So, so uh, you just uh, uh, give something in return, and this is how it works. I mean, and and the more. I, what I realized is the less you expect, the better it is. So, for example, if I have to reach someone on LinkedIn. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, just just to give you how, how I work right now is uh, I decide on a, let's say, list of 100 prospects, for example. Okay. I just send them a very – so, everything has to be personalized, and then only it, it, it's really effective. Right. So, uh, you have to send them a personalized request saying that, hey, I really like your work, and uh, I think uh, – I mean, I love your work. And if you're up for it, we can just connect and see how how we could be useful to each other. And and Mm. if they accept, you send a very personalized message, giving them a lot of value. So if someone is from the, uh, uh, let's say, if someone has a SaaS company, for example, Mm. you can just send them a few article or a couple of articles which you recently read, which which is, let's say, which they can relate to. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just lead out and say, hey, uh, this is what is uh, what I think is would be useful to you. Uh, maybe if you want, uh, there is some more information that I have. Uh, if I can I can send it over to you, or we can have a chat if you're up for it. This is mm-hmm. what uh, I I think I could potentially help you with. And most of the people they respond well to this because it's a very personalized thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Not the not the bulk spam that most of the people spend, send. Right. So uh, this is how it works. I mean, out of um, even out of the hundred messages uh, which you send, um, mm-hmm. let's say fifty percent people will accept because uh, generally people do accept personalized messages. Mm-hmm. And out of these fifty, if you let's say even ten people buy from you, which mm-hmm. is let's say let's say five people buy from you, but rest uh, forty-five you are you're providing them value so whenever they will have a need for your service or your product they will come back to you because you have developed that kind of relationship with them right Uh, more moreover the referrals uh, that you get just following this process it's amazing you you cannot I mean it's there there are times when you just are sleeping and next day you wake up I have two referrals okay pretty cool nice (laughs) yeah it's a good feeling yeah exactly exactly
1: so you're doing, and then you're doing all of this online, of course, you're reaching yeah, out yeah, personally right, through right. E- email and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe let's get in that's a very interesting uh, process. And that's the, that's the one you said you use today. So you still do it mm-hmm. that way. Right now, now, maybe let's get into some of the reasons why, uh, why animated video, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as right. opposed to, you know, uh, live action or, you know, uh, uh just word, I guess you probably do just words on a screen too, but you know, let's get into some of the reasons why animated videos uh, convert so well, because it seems like in my experience, at least, and uh, some of the guests we've had on, uh, they've been very uh, beneficial.
0: Absolutely. So um, as you know, that uh, attention or the engagement is the currency right now when it comes to online marketing and (laughs) uh, people are short on time. Whenever they come to your website, they will figure out the shortest way to get a lot of information, and what better way than a 60 second video, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, this video, it's preferably, let's say, explaining them the benefits, that's that's the, that's the crucial thing, benefits, right. about uh, using your service, or of using your service or product, and uh, should have a clear call to action, and also mention definitely what pain points are you trying to solve. Right. So the, these are the things, uh, these are the typical steps that you use uh, for, for having an explainer video. Um, right. it, they, they convert well, they can go viral. I mean, virality is not the thing that you, you can decide on. I mean, if it goes right. viral, it goes viral. But uh, if, if it appeals to your customer, then they will definitely share it with their, with their colleagues, their, their uh, let's say, friends, I don't know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, SEO is something that is affected uh, with, uh, with videos as well. And, and you get, uh, let's say right now, there are more than 1 billion views on YouTube that people people have uh, like 1 billion views on YouTube every day. So that is so much uh, video content that people are actually consuming. Right. Uh, you can use these videos on email, like via email marketing, you can use a video sales letter, you can have demo videos, you can have explainer videos at the starting of your website, then you can have FAQ kind of videos. You can have videos at, each and every part of a marketing funnel. (coughs) People will refer to the video, and uh, that's why we say that video is a sales accelerating tool. So if someone is actually attracted by your video, they will go and read the stuff on your website. Um, I give an analogy of, uh, 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 let's say, movie trailer. So if, if a 60 second movie trailer is very engaging and intriguing for your ideal prospect, they will go uh, they will go and watch the entire movie in a cinema hall. It's the it's the same over here. Mm-hmm. If they like the explainer video, they will go and, and, and ask for a product demo or a service demo for sure. Uh, and this is where you can have like an in-detail video. It can last like five minutes, 10 minutes because the customer is, or the prospect is already knowing what he is getting into. So you have the attention of that prospect. This is how the entire animation uh, video is working right now.
1: The way I like to think about it too is like, You know, if it's just like a traditional, you know, if it was not a video, let's say, let's say it's just a traditional sales letter and stuff. You have, you know, there's certain ways that I write sales letters and stuff as a copywriter to, to make sure people continue to read. But I have no control when it's in print, you know, I have no control over the the fact that some people skim, you know, some people go to the end and then they they, they hit the high points, all this kind of stuff. Uh, But in a video, generally, at least the ones I've watched, you're kind of at a captive audience, Right. You sort of have to watch it from start to end. There's no control buttons usually and so forth. So the, you're in, the person who's made the video or, or at least, you know, that the video is about has, con, has a full control over the sales process.
0: Absolutely. You're right. So uh, a visually engaging video is important. But as you mentioned, the, the script or the copy of the video is the most important part. It's the heart of the video. Then right. both of them combine together, then it creates the real magic and the conversion happens then.
1: Well I think you've given a ton of value here today you've uh, you do have a really intriguing story you're you're doing very well for yourself I, I know your parents are probably happy mm-hmm. and you know maybe if people want to get in touch with you what are some of the places they can they can get in touch with you Rohan
0: Sure there are two ways uh, one is my website it's www.rkale.com so rkale that's the better way rkale.com Right so it's rkale.com Right or uh, you can uh, be in touch with me via LinkedIn. I'm I'm there. Uh, I, I let's say check LinkedIn very regularly. So it's LinkedIn slash Rohan Kale, R O H A N K A L E one right. nine eight five. Okay, that's my handle right
1: 1985 awesome man it's been a real pleasure having you on the show you've dropped some real knowledge it's uh, interesting to hear your story uh, from another part of the world too i think it's a very interesting one and you've done some interesting uh, things to get your to grow your company to hire people to find clients uh, it's been a pleasure man it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I hope uh, I helped a few people out there. Yeah, I think you really have. And for everybody else, of course, next week, we'll be back with another exciting guest. So we'll talk to you then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the responder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter, and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing, and much more.